It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. It's a mailbag edition of the Savvy Realtor today where we're answering questions from listeners like you all across the area. We've got one here from Scott in Carolina Beach. Scott says, a friend who used to be a realtor told me to make sure we bid low on the house we want. His reasoning was that you'll always get a counter offer and can come back higher, but it's worth a shot to see if you can get the home for a really good price. Is that true that you pretty much always get a second chance to make an offer? I do not advise to do that. <laughs> um, you know, when it comes to making an offer, of course, that's our responsibility as your agent to pull comparables to make sure that the number that we are offering is in line where where the home should be valued. Um, you know, so if the list price is the correct price, you know, hey, let's maybe try to get a little bit off, but let's be realistic with where the final purchase price will fall. Now, if the list price is way overpriced, we would advise you to go in way lower in line with the comparables. You need to be careful as the buyer with honestly insulting the seller and looking unreasonable or making the seller feel like you will just be difficult to work with throughout the contract process. So if you go in with a super lowball offer, we have seen before where a seller just responds back and says, nope, declining, rejecting, not even giving you a counter because this is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> because they feel like you almost just pulled that number out of a, you know, out of wherever, out of the sky sure. yeah. versus there being reasoning behind it. So I would not advise to just go in very low to start the conversation. You need to have some information, some stats backing your number and why you're offering what you're offering. And again, that should be your real estate professional's job to do that for you, to really be your advocate and negotiate for you. Well, I think it's a great point and um, something that a lot of people uh, probably are thinking doesn't have bad consequences, but think about it as any type of first impression, right? I mean, you're, that's yeah. your first introduction to you know buying a home, and you got to think about it this way. Like the person that you're going to buy that home from, you're going to kind of have this business relationship for you know a month or more as you go through the process of buying that home. There's additional negotiations that are going to happen, and so yeah, that's like... You don't want to turn them off right off the bat to, you know, oh my gosh, this is going to, this person is not going to be reasonable at any mm -hmm. step in the process if their very first interaction is just a, I mean, this is the lowballing thing, right? If they just come in yeah. and lowball us, like, I'm not saying it's disrespectful, but uh, it can be, it can be mm. perceived that way on the yeah, seller definitely. side, right? So, yep, yep, exactly. So be careful with that strategy, Scott. You don't always get that second chance. Uh, Angie's mm -hmm. answering that question specifically for you right out of the gate there. And, you know, you can really kind of hurt that future offer. So make make it a fair, make it a good offer, competitive. Doesn't mean you can't try and get a deal out there, right, Angie? But there's a difference between that and sure. just really low offer for the sake of being a really low offer. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Uh, thanks for the question, Scott. It is a good one. Uh, Rachel has our next question over in Ocean Isle as we stick around the beach area. Uh, Rachel says, I don't have time or energy to make repairs, and I don't want to put any more money into my house. I'm ready to move. I'm done with it. 
Uh, it's not in disrepair by any means, but I just don't want to stage. I don't want to make any more improvements. I'm just exhausted by the fixer-upper journey we've been on for the past several years in this home. Can we just list it as is and be okay? I don't want to hurt the sale, but I'm also just ready to be out of here. Sure, sure. The answer to that is yes, indeed. We definitely can just list your home, list it as is, if that's the route you want to take. What I would tell you, though, you have to remember that not every buyer is okay accepting in whom as is or maybe in its potential current state that it, it is. A lot of buyers want more of a move-in ready home. And I've noticed with the shift of the market, buyers are becoming a lot more picky. Where six months ago, they would take anything just to get into a home and win it. So we could list it as is, but do not expect top dollar. So we can definitely run through numbers with you, comparables, and show you, okay, this is what you can expect in its current state. This is what you can expect if we made this, this, and this change. And then you need to decide, is convenience more important than top dollar? Great question. Thank you for sending that one in to us, Rachel. Uh, you know, know the feeling when you go through a fixer-upper house, and sometimes it can be a little draining, but... You know, don't don't cost yourself, you know, potentially thousands or tens of thousands of dollars by just not eking out that ever last little bit of energy that maybe that you've got to just make a few minor things that might make all the difference in your sales. So don't give up. You put all that hard work into it. Right, Angie, for all those years. You don't just throw exactly. in the towel right at the end. So um, exactly. Good question, though. Yep. Uh, if you've got questions for Angie and you want to talk to her directly, you can always call or text her at 919-538-6477. Uh, we don't have to put you on the air or even feature your question on the show. You can just have a one-on-one conversation with her and get connected to the team that way. Uh, call or text now or after today's show, whenever it's convenient for you, 919-538-6477. Again, call or text to get in touch with her. Craig has our next question in Wake Forest. Craig says, would you still classify most buyers in the market right now as desperate? Um, You know, actually, no, I I would not. Buyers actually, they have the chance to go view a home and sleep on it. They really do. Um, There's actually a decent amount of inventory. Although we're still in a seller's market with low inventory, there is actually homes to choose from. So in the past, just even six months ago, you do a search and there's maybe one or two homes that populate with your criteria. Now there's easily... 20 to 30 homes. So um, I would not say that buyers are desperate in the moment. It's, you know, going back towards more of an even buyer seller market. We're not quite there yet, Um, but there are opportunities. There's, you know, buyers can pick and choose and kind of, you know, pin one home against another and really make sure they're making the best choice for themselves. So no, buyers are not desperate. Yep, that's uh, one of the parts of the shift that we've been talking about. Definitely that uh, that desperate element has kind of been dropped from the buyer vernacular, if you will. And that's uh, a good question, though, Craig, because, yeah, it's important for you. Potentially, it sounds like you're a seller to kind of know what's in the mindset of buyers right now. And uh, so, yeah, that's part of that shift that's taken place. All right, Rita is our last question asker for the moment. And Rita is in Wake, uh, no, Nightdale, and says, uh, are things becoming more seasonal again in the current market? I'm wondering if we should wait until January to list our home with the holidays on the way. Um, You know, there is definitely always, that's a great question, first of all, there's always seasonality, right? Uh, But we still have limited inventory. Except for the last year, right? Right, right. Except for the last year and a half or so. It was just crazy. But there's there's always seasonality in the sense that things slow down, uh, especially going into more of the winter months around the holidays. It happens across the board, no matter what market you are in. Um, The great thing, though, working in your favor right now is there is still limited inventory. So 
So you do have a little bit more competition, but it's still very limited. Honestly, I would say probably going and wait until 2023 and moving into the spring market, you will have more competition. So I'd actually advise to go ahead and put your home on the market now. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.